Welcome to another episode of Confessions of a Practicing Christian, where you are truly Aaron Finice, where I give godly counsel on all things success, life, and wellness. Y'all already know it's about to be a dope show. You know how it gets down. But before we get into things, let's get into the natural remedies. So this week's natural remedy is water. That's right, water. Drink water, mind your business. I see it's a lot of people in other folks' lane, and it's the quick way to miss your blessing, mind and other folks' business. And if you're drinking water, you ain't got time to gossip and worry about nobody else. Yeah, besides it keeping your mouth busy, it also has a lot of other health benefits. So let's get into it because as I preach in previous sermons, the cold weather is among us and we need to be building our immunes and water is a good way to build your immune because it's one of the main functions for our body. So let's get into the facts about water. So we all know water is crucial for the main bodily functions such as lubricating the joints, delivering oxygen throughout the body, preventing kidney damage, and so much more. For some fast facts on drinking water, humans are 60% water and our blood is 90% water. Water is essential for the kidneys and other bodily functions to keep you hydrated. You see how drinking water helps you just stay in good health. So drinking water instead of soda also help with weight loss and keeps you looking fine. Mm-hmm. Some more benefits of water is it forms saliva and mucus. Saliva helps us digest food and it keeps our mouth, nose, and ears moist. And it keeps the mouth clean and it helps reduce decay. It also delivers oxygen throughout the body. As mentioned before, blood is more than 90% water and blood carries oxygen to different parts. And another great benefit is it cushions the brain, the spinal cord, and other sensitive tissues. Dehydration can affect affect brain structure and function. It's also involved in the production of hormones and neurotransmitters. Prolonged dehydration can lead to problems with thinking and reason. You see why it's so important to mind your business and drink water. So yeah, that's it for water. It has so many other benefits. Without further ado, let's get into the show. Woke up today, feeling great, no worries, today is a new day, even with the Lord on my plate, may not have it all, but I always have faith, so we gon' keep it real, we gon' keep it true, and still praise God with a new groove, come together and push through, it's amazing what prayer can do, cause sometimes it's hard to see the blessings right in front of me, follow the light and now I see, God has been so good to me, so y'all this week i want to focus on trusting the process i know a lot of guys and girls have been communicating with me about mentally struggling or just not understanding where they are in life and if god cares so much why is he letting chaos break out in their life and i always tell people to trust the process romans 8 28 all things work together for the good of those that love god who are called according to his purpose and so 
with that being said, if I could give anyone any advice, it would be to trust the process and that everything you've gone through or are going through is for a reason. That leads me to our first scripture, which is in John 13, 7. And it goes, Jesus replied, you do not realize now what I am doing, but later you will understand. And who knows better than me to say, hey, it's going to be okay. You know, it hit different when you've been through some things and you can tell people firsthand, like I'm telling you, you may not understand, but let me tell you what happened. And this is why I know it's going to be okay. You never know what the next person is going through that you complain about. And it's minor compared to the things that God is taking them through. But all of it is for the greater good and for a testimony because God is God. Y'all, I can't tell y'all how many sleepless nights I've had and even question my own abilities and even asking God about some things like, God, why did you choose me for this battle? Like, I'm tired of being your strongest soldier. I'm just tired. It's so much mentally, spiritually, and physically when you working for God. But I would take my worst day over here rather than be in the world because I know that God be God. Besides all the crazy things that the enemy tries to bring up against me, the great the favor and the things that God has done in my life and is doing and is going to do isn't compared to the suffering because I know that the suffering is a little piece of the puzzle for the greater good. It's a reward on the other end of that suffering. So that's why I choose God. And as I was writing this, the scripture God placed on my spirit was John 12, 32. And it says, and if I be lifted up from the earth, I will draw all men unto me. A lot of you are going through pain and have experienced losses that mentally tore you up and tore you down. But I want to encourage you today that your struggle is not in vain. Hold on to God in the midst of your circumstances and know his purpose in your pain. As I mentioned, it will all come together and it'll make sense later. But getting back to it, I look at all the things that I've been through and I know that God is ordering my steps. So today I want to share some of my life's testimonies so it'll strengthen you to keep pushing and you'll know that God is not standing by looking at you struggle. God and his word is alive and active. And I just want to prove it to you because I know a lot of people, they don't share what they go through or they just are ashamed, but not me. I'd be ready to tell people about the goodness of God. So yeah, let's get into it. So if you guys haven't listened to previous sermons, I'm going to catch you up to date with the struggles that I went through from childhood all the way up until now. And it's a testimony of God's goodness, and mercy and handprint on my life. I remember telling God, I prayed that my life is a testimony of how good God is, not knowing the trials that I will have to face, not knowing the things that I will have to go through. But like I said, God is faithful. He is true and he's kept me going back and reflecting on when I was a child I can remember being in church and playing me and my little sister we were having a good little time and you know if you get caught playing in church it's a wrap especially when you get home and so it was altar call and I've told this story before but for y'all who don't know it was altar call and we stayed behind in the pews and we was over there just playing on our knees and I heard my pastor call my name he was like Quila he don't call my name correctly I love that man but he was like like, you know, God called you to reach millions of men and women and a few other things. And I was about nine at that time. And I didn't understand then, but 
all of it is coming together. Now, I held on to that. I was like, what? Looking back and reflecting on it, my teachers used to call me mouth of the south because if it's the one thing I did, oh, I used to be talking. No matter what she put me, she always wrote on my report card, very talkative. But I wasn't bad. I was just talkative. And being influential, and I can just remember just loving God at a young age. But the devil tried to come in and shake things up. And when you be in church for so long, you get tired of it. And it's like I can remember saying, I don't never want to be in church no more. I ain't coming back to church. And who can beat me now? I'm running the church because I love God so much and he loved me and I know of his goodness. But yeah, getting back to it, that was my testimony from when I was young. God, he spoke that over my life. And it kind of makes me think of how when God called people in the Bible, he called them when they were young. David, Samuel, you know, a few other people. I can remember Jesus being in the womb and John the Baptist in their mother's womb leaping when they came in contact with each other. So it's something about being young. God just anoints you when you're young because he knows that the enemy will try to destroy you and that your future purpose depending on you knowing that God is with you and you've been called. But getting back to it, I put that in my pocket and it has come back full circle because look at me now talking to thousands that I don't know speaking life into them and sometimes I be feeling like God I'm gonna speak to these folks I be having a lot going on and struggling myself I need life spoken into me help me but as I speak life into y'all and I see the difference that it makes and I see how lives are being impacted because of the word of God and the transparency on my life I understand the greater good I understand you know God being with me and he knew that I was the woman for the job that means so much to me and to hear hey you saved my life because I listened to this it just does something to me and every time I see and hear people say hey I listened to your podcast or I accepted your prayer I'm like God I thank you that that yes was the yes to change their life not only was it a yes to change their life it changes my life and thank you God for just helping me to walk in my purpose do it gracefully and to help deliver other people through my struggles I always say when I leave here, I want to leave empty. I want to be able to have fully walked out my purpose so God can put the crown of life saying to me, you did well. And most importantly, baby, it's hot down here. I know I don't want to go to hell. But yeah, more so because I love God and I can only imagine how his presence is because when I experience it just in earthly form, it's so good and I know him to be true, just his presence. It's just fullness of joy, that peace. So I look forward to getting my crown. And if it's building our house and our mansion, as my grandma say, baby, I can imagine the zebras, the goats, and the glass ceilings and such and such just waiting on me. I can just see the sign now because I'm building on to it. But again, the goal is to do what God says do and also so he can say, I'm pleased with your life. So it's an honor to be able to walk full circle. If we get into it and I think about the attacks on my life, I see how the devil tried to destroy me mentally and it would destroy my purpose by destroying my identity. A lot of the things I went through like divorce or I thought me having a son for everything that I messed up in God was like, don't worry, I got you. He always came through with the come through and even when he didn't come through with the come through, there was character development involved and it made me into the woman that I am today that I'm 
able to testify. So that's another thing that I want to say. Whenever you go through things, not all the time you will be delivered. Not all the time you will be healed. Not all the time you will see the results that you want to see because it's character development. And there are some things that you need to learn. And some things are there to keep you humble. I know looking at the things that I do now, looking at the person that I will, then isn't compared to the woman that I am today. And I know as harsh as this world is, it takes God to keep me humble. And for that safety net, if keeping me humble means having a thorn in my side, by all means, God, whatever it takes to keep me leveled and to keep me in your promises. So yeah, that was my childhood calling. I didn't understand it, but I'm walking full circle into it now. That was just one piece of the puzzle. Another testimony that I have, I can remember, as I mentioned before, being pregnant and I didn't think that I would graduate. Well, I made a promise with God. I told God, God, if you allow me to graduate, then I will give my life to you and I fully submit to you. When I fully submitted to God, it was after I graduated. God upheld his bargain first. And let's get into that. So I had ran out of money for financial aid. I know a lot of people know what I'm talking about. If you've been in school and you've gone for a long time, you run out of financial aid. It took me a little longer than expected because I played. And again, everything works for my good. I was playing. And one time I even flunked out just being transparent because you don't appreciate things until you have to work hard for them. Finally got back in and I ran out of financial aid as I got back in. And that was the premise I made to God because I had two semesters right before I was about to graduate. And so I went to school. I was pregnant. I went to school on a prayer. Literally, I was like, God, I don't know what I'm going to do for this money, but I know that you faithful and I can't stay here because I don't even fit in at home. It's like whenever you go to college and you experience it, I can't speak for everybody. You don't want to go back to normal life because now you see the world as a bigger place. You experience different people, culture and things. And so it's just not the same. The environment is totally different. And so not only that, I was like, God, I'm ready to graduate. Shoot. I only have three semesters. I know this is not the end. And so I was just outside and it was drop time. I know whenever you're in class, I think they give you a month to pay your balance and then they begin dropping you from schedule if the balance isn't paid. And it was the week of drop. And I stood there on the sidewalk, pregnant in the heat. It was in the dead of summer. I was like, God, this can't be it. And so I was just having a conversation with God. And just so happened, God literally was using me to sow seeds the whole time. The whole time I was in school, I just used to speak to all of the teachers. I used to go by every day, no specific reason. Hey, how are you doing today? How are you feeling today? It's just a favor of God, just me being kind and pleasant to him. And this particular day, one of the president of student affairs, he walked next to me and he was like, hey, Miss Seals, how you doing? And I wasn't as pleasant as I had been before. It was like, hey, how you doing? And I didn't say anything else because my mind was really in a tizzy about the things that I was about to face. And he was like, what's going on? And I didn't really want to bother him. I was like, man, I just got a lot on my mind. And he was like, tell me about it. Why are you standing in this heat? And he began talking to me and, you know, I just started talking to him. He was like, why you hadn't said anything? And I was looking at him like, what you gonna do? Not understanding that God was working the whole time. God using this man, I was able to get a scholarship and I had room and board paid for. Room and board was paid for because he asked me, hey, would you like to be a RA? 
So room and board paid for, tuition paid for, and it was nothing but the favor of God. And I got through that. And so that's one of the testimonies that God has done for me. And so making it out through that, like I said, you know, I graduated and my GPA, even though I did good, I played before. And so when I graduated, I graduated with a 2.7. Although I had good grades, it takes a minute to just work that GPA up, especially coming from flunking out. Anyway, so when I got ready, to enter into my master's program, they want you to have at least a 3.0 or higher. And I know that was strategic because God was like, you played that C's get degrees ain't gonna work this time. I'm gonna need you to understand the significance of me providing a way for you to do well. Y'all, I had got rejected by so many master's program and I got frustrated. I prayed again. I was like, God, if I get into a master's program, I promise I won't take it for granted. And even in getting my master's. I didn't know what I wanted to get it in. And the Holy Spirit placed on my heart to go for public administration. And I was like, that has nothing to do with my undergraduate. My undergraduate degree is in communications, radio, TV with a minor in PR. And so the Holy Spirit was basically like I said what I said. So I applied for the master's program with an online college and in applying within the first week, the lady was like, we're starting classes next week. And I was like, wait, what? By the time we got finished talking, I was in. And so I started classes that following week and went straight through two years. I didn't stop every quarter and I even took on extra classes. And so I graduated with a 3.8. And for me, it was major because I actually applied myself. I didn't play around and I actually saw God's power. All the while I'm going to school full time. I had mummy duties. I was working two other jobs. I was really on my grind. So I was shocked at how God carried me. And so all the while I was going through things in my marriage, but God was still keeping me. So later on, I graduated school and God had told me that he would give me a job in my field. And this is for those who are waiting. There's there's a message in this. God told me that in 2014, when I graduated, and here I was thinking that I'm going to get my degree and I'm going to just work in a field that I want to work in. I worked at the parts store six years in total from 2014 to 2017. I didn't have a job in my field. And so that is frustrating thinking, God, I went to school this whole time and I feel played. And it's like, God, you said what you was going to do. And can you imagine fasting and just holding on to the promise that God said, not knowing when, and you keep asking God, when, 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 but I hung on to that promise. And I graduated with my master's degree in 2017. And I can remember being in the car with my cousin saying, oh, I want a federal job. We were passing federal buildings when I said this. And she was like, you know what? I'm gonna believe God that you will get a federal job. God is so strategic, y'all. After I graduated in December of 2017, I had a job in my field in March, a federal job. But let me tell you how I went. That's why I said he is so strategic and to trust the process. My cousin, the same cousin, I just so happened to tell, like, I want this job. She was like, go to the hair store with me. Any other day, I would not have gone because it was my off day and I just want to sit at home. And so she called me unexpectedly and I was like, hello. And she was like, what you doing now? I was like, nothing. She was like, good. Put your clothes on and come out the door. We're going to the house store. And I was like, 
dang, I can't lie my way out of this one. So while we in the process of looking at things in the hair store, I meet a federal employee and I'm like, hey, I've been trying to get on a long time. What do, you, what do I do? And she told me, she was like, we've been looking for someone. No one has applied for these jobs and it's been a couple of months. And she told me how to apply. I applied for two jobs. One of them I knew I was qualified for. It was a courier job because that's what I did at the parts store, delivering parts. And then another job, it was a program delivery manager. And it started out making $25 an hour. And I looked, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to apply. I don't know if I qualify for this position, but I'm going to apply anyway. I doubted myself, even though I had my master's. Because $25 was a lot of money at the time. It's like, I ain't never seen it before. So yeah, but my God is a God of exceedingly abundantly and trust the process. So when I interviewed for the job, it was a lot of applicants behind me and God just gave me favor. But check this out. In the interview, they walked out and I knew it was their walkout. Like, yeah, you didn't get the job. And he told me you had one heck of an interview. And also, if I can add, when I came onto the premises because they do a full background check before you're even able to go on their campus, the security guard was like, we'll see you back in a few. If you get the job, usually they let you know the same day. And so when he said that and I knew that I wasn't going back to get badged, I was like, I didn't get the job. So later on that day, I seen them calling me. I was like, I don't want them to just call me to tell me I didn't get the job. Like that sucks. But I answered anyway. Answering the phone, she was like, I have some news for you. You didn't get the job. And I was like, yeah, I kind of figured. She was like, you didn't get the job because you were overqualified. You applied for this position as well. And this is the position that you have and it's in your degree. When I tell you, I was like, God is so good. She was like, since you already went through the process, come back and interview for this job. Y'all, I can't tell you how many people interview, but the favor of God was with me. I started work the following week. So I started the work making $32 an hour. So I just want to tell y'all, trust the process. You may doubt yourself, but God's goodness and favor and mercy is with you. And I know it seems like you waiting for a long time on his promises, but I promise you, God is never late. So be patient, wait on God and trust the process because God gonna God every time. I'm telling you, in every denial, every rejection, God literally is telling you better. And I say it because I know it firsthand. I could go on and on about the goodness of God and how God literally supernaturally works blessings in my life. Not because I've been perfect, because I know a lot of people say, well, I ain't been doing this in God. Listen, I I'd be the first to tell you. That's why this show, when I asked God what it should be named, he gave me confessions of a practicing Christian. When you practice doing something, that means you're trying to get better and better at it. When you walk with God, it's a walk. He's not expecting you to be perfect. He's expecting you to submit and be able to understand the Holy Spirit and understand the conviction. Because when you walk with the Holy Spirit, he'll convict you when you're in the wrong. Some things he'll let happen for character development. But ultimately, he got you in mind. So trust God, trust the process, and know that your waiting is not in vain. I have so many other testimonies, but I'm I'm running out of time, y'all. I like to keep these brief. If you guys want to hear about more testimonies, definitely ask me. And I'll be revealing more about my life and how God 
God is working in and through me and opening doors supernaturally. But I just want to speak life and faith into you guys to know that whatever you're going through, whatever you wait on, I promise you, it's a reason behind whatever you're going through. And so that's all God gave me this week. I pray that God strengthens your faith. I pray that he continues to carry you through trials and temptations and circumstances and trust in his word and that he carries you from glory to glory. I pray that from this day forward, when you think about all the things you've gone through, you see the grace and mercy and evidence of God's hand. I pray that he reveals his supernatural promises to you through dreams and visions and prophecy and that they manifest as evidence of his goodness in your life. And yeah, that's it for me. I love you guys so much in God. And until next week, bye. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to hit the follow button for the Confessions of a Practicing Christian podcast to get your weekly dose of godly counsel on all things success, life, and wellness. Also follow me on Instagram at C-O-A-P-C underscore pod and also on Facebook at Confessions of a Practicing Christian. Chime in and let me know your thoughts on this week's episode.